Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. They say third time's a charm. Uh, We've made it to our third episode of Talking Points, and I'm super excited for this one. This is your host, Brian Kelly, The Points Guy, and lined up today, we have Sir Richard Branson. I spoke with him the day he got his Hollywood Walk of Fame star, and he tells us all about what we can expect for the Virgin Group of Companies. And later, you'll definitely want to stay tuned for TPG Senior Points and Miles contributor Richard Kerr. He's going to give us some amazing unknown redemptions using Virgin Atlantic Flying Club Miles. And even if you don't fly Virgin Atlantic, these deals are ridiculous. This episode may feature offers that are subject to change and are offered by our advertising partners. ThePointsGuy.com is a free website, so we do advertise in order to generate revenue. For a full listing of our advertising policy, go to ThePointsGuy.com slash advertising. Sir Richard Branson, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Today was a big day. You received your Hollywood Walk of Fame star. How did that feel today? Oh, it's, um, it, it's, a, it's a delightful, fun uh, accolade. And I think getting it outside the Guinness World uh, Records uh, Museum is quite fun because I spent quite a lot of my life trying to break world records. And, uh, and, and I, didn't, I didn't kill myself. So. <laughs> I know. Some of those stories are quite harrowing. Uh, yeah, no, well, but, and and yeah. are you officially done with any crazy journeys or is the next... I don't think officially done because I, I, I'm, I'm known as Dr. Yes and I can't resist the challenge. <laughs> so if somebody uh, has an earth-shattering challenge, it's likely I'll say yes. Um, but uh, my next trip will be into space and, and um, that, that I will not do until we've got the spaceship absolutely and sound and safe. Cool. I'm excited to. We're going to talk a little bit about Virgin Galactic at the end, but today we just want to talk a little bit about. So, music, you've had a long history with the label, and today you're announcing um, Virgin Festivals um, and getting back into that live music experience. Um, what's different about Virgin, Virgin Fest? Basically, what we're, what we're going to try to do with Virgin Fest is, is make it, you know, obviously great music, but um, people are not always going to like what's on stage when, they, when they're at the festival. So uh, we're going to surprise people with lots of wonderful things going on in the festival so that if you're not enjoying the music, you can go and do something else. And, um, and we're going to also, uh, you know, make sure that the things that always annoy you about festivals, mm-hmm. like, you know, the quality of the toilets. Or, yeah, I was just going to um, say that. Uh, 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 you know, are are really nice. And so you're going to have Toto toilets from <laughs> Japan shipped in. Just we're, 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 it, it's a simple thing. <laughs> uh, we, all, we all end up there at yeah. least once or twice. Or we're actually on a festival maybe three or four times. And um, so, uh, but little getting, get, you know, like Virgin prides itself, as you know, with getting all those little details right. And, and they're important. So the first festival we can expect to see is in 2019. Can you give any any hints about where it would be in the U.S. or the sort think, of acts I, you're looking I, for? I think that we'll start on the West Coast and uh, and see how it goes, and then uh, yeah, and then maybe um, 
go, go to the East Coast and then Mid-America. And so speaking of expansion across America, so we're sad at the Point Sky to see the Virgin America brand, you know, get gobbled up, but uh, that's not the last we're gonna see in the travel industry. So I'm super excited. I'm not a cruiser myself, and I love when you say that your new Virgin Voyages, it's not cruising, it's a voyage. What, um, when, it, when are Virgin Voyages gonna take off and what can consumers expect? Um, well, I too was sad about Virgin America. I, I didn't actually own 100% of the company, and Due therefore, those crazy rules. It, it got it, it, it got sold, and and I was very very sad to see Alaska just destroying what was a great company. Um, uh, instead of saying, "Wow, we bought this great company, let's yeah. keep it," I mean, it was bizarre. Culture, but anyway, yeah. the Virgin Voyages. Uh, I, I've never been on a cruise ship. I've never really wanted to go on a cruise yeah. ship. Uh, so I thought, you know, let's get a blank sheet of paper and let's try to create the kind of cruise ship that myself and my friends would love to go on. And, uh, and we got all the best designers and innovators from across the various Virgin companies. Uh, and these beautiful cruise ships are being built in Italy. You know, we're hopefully, hopefully going to make the kind of cruise ship you're not going to want to get off, yeah. even, if, even if you go into a port. Um, uh, so, so in terms of entertainment, a little bit more than a hokey cabaret act at night. And, yeah, I you know. mean, it, 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 we've got you know beautiful um, uh, music halls and dance uh, dance places and cinemas, and you know we have got no buffets where you know and and uh, again just try to think of all the things that people right. hate about cruises and get get them right. Cool. Well, I'm excited to try them out because I myself am not. I, I'm too tall. I, on a cruise ship, I'm six foot seven. Uh, on a recent conference that I was on, I stood up and the, the oh. crown of my head like smashed into the exit sign. So yeah, I mean, sitting here looking up, it's quite daunting. Um, okay, so I'm a plane geek, you're a plane geek. I love the story about you and Virgin Atlantic, you calling up Boeing and just getting a 747. Um, and I love, so, you know, the, the queen of the skies, she's a beauty, the 747, but I'm an A380 guy. I love the A380. It's the quietest plane in the sky. You know, it, I feel small on it. And I loved reading in your book when you went for the inaugural launch of the A380 that you had plans for the Virgin Atlantic A380 with the casino on board. And I'm a little bit of a degenerate gambler, so I actually, like, lost my breath while reading that chapter. But it seems as a Virgin Atlantic, I know the economics are really tough on the A380. Is there any chance, I know they kind of slipped off the purchase books for Virgin, but is there any chance we could see a Virgin Atlantic A380? They're great planes yeah. if they're full all the time. Yeah. Uh, if they're not full, uh, they burn, burn up a lot of fuel, and... Uh, and it's difficult to make money. And so things like the 787s or the, yeah. the, the A350 is a beautiful yeah. plane. Um, uh, I love, I'd love yeah. the 747, but um, that's definitely come to the end of its time. And speaking of the A350, you guys are gonna be taking uh, delivery and the world is, you know, aviation world, myself included, is kind of waiting with bated breath on the new, is, is there gonna be a new generation of Virgin business class? Because the current business class, see, I'm too big for, I call it the birdcage a little bit. It's, and it was revolutionary when it was launched. Do you, is there gonna be a new generation, you know? Um, we're, always, we're always innovating. Um, I mean, the, the Virgin upper class product is not that far off. I mean, it's yeah. only an inch or two off uh, other airlines first class. And, yeah. And yet we charge a business class fare yeah. for it, so uh, it saves people a lot of money. Uh, right. There aren't many six foot seven yeah, I know. people. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I still like it. I still fly Virgin. But. Yeah, well, you could fly. We could also 
We could get one of those magicians who could just cut your, cut your, cut your feet off and, and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of other airlines, is there an airline, and this comes from our readers, is there an airline non-Virgin owned that you admire uh, the most? Of um, well, look, I, uh, I, like the, I like the Middle East Airlines mm -hmm. um, or the Far East Airlines. Um, I mean, of the American carriers, um, we ended up um, uh, tying up with Delta Airlines. Um, and I think of the big airlines, they've done, you know, they've done the best to, you know, it's a big, massive company they've yeah. had to pull around. Their new, their new um, A350 suite's really nice. Yeah, Have and they, they're, they're, they're definitely are trying. And I think, you know, the reason they partnered up with us was to see if we could, you know, we could, um, some, some of what we've, some of the best bits that yeah. we've got, we could rub off from them. So, um, so uh, by no means perfect, and nor are we, but I think that they're definitely coming on. Um, but, um, but obviously, look, you know, yeah. Singapore Airlines and Emirates, oh, yeah. and you know, they're 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 real class. Well, you fly. Well, I guess Virgin flies to South Africa. So do you you fly Virgin whenever possible. Or? Yeah. No, I mean, if 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 uh, it's a long a long flight, uh, I'll always be on a Virgin Atlantic plane or a Virgin. I've just been in Australia on a Virgin Australia plane. Uh, just did Virgin Australia from LA to um, yeah. uh, from Sydney to LA. Um, and it's obviously a pleasure. And uh, on my, my star today, a lot of the cabin crew were on they the plane were there. They yeah. looked sharp as can be. Yeah, yeah. And then it's the last thing about airlines. So loyalty, so the, at the points guy, we teach our readers how to maximize loyalty points to get you know, travel the world. And the stories yeah. are amazing. And when you think about loyalty with all your businesses, like what, do you, what are the key things that drive you? I think the, what we're trying to do is we're just launching a new uh, Program called the Red Program, out of uh, to try to pull all the various Virgin companies together, so that you know people are not just getting you know miles for flying on our airlines, but they're going to get miles if they're using our trains or um, our health clubs or you know mm -hmm. and um, and you know and and you know so if we're clever, we could, we people will be able to fly for almost nothing if they wanted yeah. to use their use it, or they may be able to go to space if yeah. they, if, uh, one day. Um, so. Um, uh, but um, but loyalty programs are addict are addictions as you know. Noted. Otherwise, you, <laughs> otherwise most likely you wouldn't be in business. Yeah. Um, and Wait, are you, you calling you're, me? You're, are you calling me poor? You'll get. You'll get. <laughs> no, you'll, I heard you'll, that. You'll, there was a little bit of shade. You'll, you'll get people. Uh, <laughs> you'll get people flying on the crappiest airline yeah. just just to get points. Yeah. Um, and um, so what we've got to do is make sure they we have our, our points as as uh, good as the airline. So they, they, yeah. they can fly on a good airline using points. Um, so I know you tried to buy the, I never got to fly the Concorde. We actually have seats in our office. My office chair is from uh, the Air France mm -hmm. Concorde. I know you, they wouldn't sell them to you. Do you ever think we'll see, A, another Concorde in the air, even I know you're part of the group that's trying to get one of them back up airworthy, or do you, and then a supersonic commercial travel, is that feasible, do you think? Well, one of the reasons we went into space travel was to be able to develop um, a, a space plane that could be expanded and then turned into a point-to-point. -point. Um, our spaceship uh, will be traveling at three times the speed of sound uh, into space in the next few weeks. Will you hear that boom from Earth, like over the desert? Uh, you shouldn't hear it, I think, but yeah. um, uh, it's, it, um, you know, it's straight up and I, I don't think you'll, get, you'll hear the boom. Um, but we'll see. Um, but, um, uh, but once we've achieved uh, our, our dream of putting people into space, then 
putting people, you know, yeah. helping people travel point to point at tremendous speeds is something that Virgin would love to accomplish. What's the actual, from consumer perspective, like with Virgin Galactic, what needs to happen before there are frequent trips uh, and that, you know, 700 person waiting list actually starts um, moving? So, uh, as I say, we're, we're day, days, uh, you know, that many, that many weeks away from uh, Virgin Galactic being in space. Uh, it'll be something like a you know, four-hour round trip, yeah. um, and um, uh, and then uh, and then we'll obviously do a, a number of test flights. Then uh, in the first half of next year, I'll go into space, and wow. then we'll move the whole operation to New Me New Mexico, where we have a beautiful spaceport, and then we'll start uh, taking people into space. And so, for people today who have some cash to burn, you can you can sign up for Virgin Galactic today. Yeah, we we have froze the signing up at 750 people. Um, we w once we've actually been into space, we're going to open that open up again, and um, uh, so you know, in, in a month or two's time, keep your eyes open and watch this space. <laughs> no pun intended. All right, some final rapid fire questions. Are you a window or aisle seat guy? I love the window. I love the uh, w watching the. Northern Lights out of a Virgin Atlantic plane. That's, I just saw them uh, going to Tokyo recently. Yeah, it was incredible. out of this world. Uh, best meal you've ever had on an airplane? I think it was at the at the bar on a Virgin Atlantic flight going to Tokyo. Um, uh, Japanese food. And the nice thing about Virgin is you can actually go and uh, get out of your seat and go and sit at the bar and talk to people. Yeah. Final question, so you inspire a lot of people, especially we got a lot of questions from young people, so I know it's hard to whittle it down to one piece of advice, but to a young person looking to get into aviation or even you know entrepreneurship, what, what piece of advice would you give them? They're trying to get into entrepreneurship, um, surround yourself with people better than you, motivate them, praise them, love them, and create something that they're all gonna be proud of and you're gonna be proud of and, and just go for it. Well, congratulations on your Thank star you. today and all your new ventures, Great. and uh, I look forward to going to space one day. And to you too. Cheers. Thanks Thank you so very much. much. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Next up, we've got one of TPG's longest writing contributors and all-around points expert, Richard Kerr. Richard, thanks for joining us. Hey, you don't get any better than this, I'll tell you what. I mean, you're in the same podcast episode as Sir Richard Branson. He's a pretty cool guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's a great namesake. Uh, really need to meet him one day. You know, we've got pretty high level with him. Obviously, he's the CEO of 70-plus different Virgin companies. I did try to get out of him about whether Virgin's going to put new seats in, and he basically told me to cut my legs off. So... Um, <laughs> Let's really dig, dig deep into Virgin's Flying Club, their frequent flyer program. First off, even if people don't fly Virgin Atlantic, how can they accrue those points? So incredibly easy to accrue. So they're transfer partners of almost everybody, I think even including Diners Club for any legacy card holders out there. 
Um, and they also have the Make of America co-branded car, which routinely offers 90 or 100,000 sign-up bonus points. Now, it does require a little bit of spin, uh, significant spin, actually, but transfer Amex, transfer City, transfer Ultimate Rewards, or get the co-branded card, and uh, you can very quickly have a sizable Virgin Atlantic balance. Now, what I find interesting is you've used Virgin Miles a ton, but you've never actually flown on Virgin. No, man, they want... The fuel surcharges, right? <laughs> just like any good British airline, the and fuel surcharges to fly their own product. And like any good much. points expert, you're you hate spending cash out of pocket. So I, I tell you what, it, Virgin Atlantic was including by myself was far too overlooked until about eighteen months ago. Um, you looked at it, you use their online booking engine, having no clue that it actually showed some partner availability. Saw the fuel surcharges and you wrote the program off. And that's kind of what the uh, the beat was through the blog roll for a long time is that uh, with the occasional uh, article about it, say don't pay too much attention to this. And so let's just dive right in. So Virgin is not a member of any alliance, um, but let's talk about their partners. If you could put their partners into three lists, the partners you love to use, you know, Virgin Miles on, the ones that can be good deals, and then the ones that you would not recommend. Yes. So they're on top of airlines, there are some good Virgin partners uh, that are not flight seats with. So going to the airline partners, uh, you should not spend miles with Hawaiian Airlines. You should not spend miles on uh, SAS, Scandinavian Air Service. You should not spend miles with Jet Airways. Um, and why is that just high? Just way too many miles. Yeah. I'll tell you, if you're not familiar with these partner charts, go take a look. I'm not sure who wrote them. I'm not sure what intern Virgin hired to uh, put these together. They're nonsensical. And <laughs> we're going to go through uh, some of these examples where you're going to think that you misheard us, but yeah. uh, the numbers I say are going to be correct. Um, so uh, avoid those airlines, and then you need to look to use absolutely Delta. If you're going to be traveling inter-Asia, you need to look at Singapore. If you want to go see New Zealand, or the South Pacific for an insanely cheap number of miles in business or economy, you need to use Air New Zealand. Use miles on Air New Zealand. South African, uh, ANA, and Virgin Australia are all great redemption opportunities, depending on the route that you want to fly around the world. So let's talk on the pond. You know, ANA is one of the top Asian carriers. I've flown first class on their uh, Star Wars jet. Great airline, and even a business class. You know, that great Japanese service and food. What are the sweet spots uh, redeeming with them? Yep, it's going to be uh, Japan to uh, Central and Eastern U.S., so that's 95,000 Virgin Atlantic miles round trip in business class wow. or, or 120,000 round trip in first class. If uh, you want to go to the West Coast, it's a little bit cheaper, uh, 90,000 round trip in business class and 110,000 round trip in first class. And now, how is A&A availability in general? Uh, it's pretty great. So just use United.com, and whatever flights you see is available using United Miles, you can call up uh, Virgin Atlantic and book over the phone. You do have to book A&A round trip. There are no one ways possible, which there are with other Virgin partners, um, and you can't do any kind of open jaw or stopover or anything like that. So, so. it's got to be A&A round trip, uh, and you can't tack on any other partner. It's just round trip. One one not so great thing about Virgin, no matter who you're booking, is they pretty much charge by segment. So if you're going to tag any other uh, award on um, for a lot of them, they're going to charge you uh, another award. And what would you know if I want to fly New York to Tokyo round trip first class? So one twenty, and how much roughly in taxes and fees? It's going to be about hundred bucks. That's uh, maybe a little bit more. Now it's not. Yeah, way less than they charge for their own flights. Wow, I, I love one. None of this makes sense. No, it doesn't. But, it's, uh, but know, wait, in, there's in the more. Com- oh, okay. Well, so, I'll, you know what, Richard? Just go ahead. Tell, tell people, what, what do they need to know? Where are the sweet spots? Yeah. Um, so, A&A, if you want to get um, from the U.S. to Japan, business or first 
class. Look at uh, using these miles. Like transfer bonuses we talked about make it even sweeter. My personal favorite use, uh, Delta. Domestic or flying, transatlantic or transpacific. Um, before I even go to Delta.com and look for using Sky Miles, I head straight to Virgin Atlantic because you can search Delta Space online. It's the only partner you can search on Virgin Atlantic's website. And unlike Delta's website, and you know they haven't had a, an award chart for years, so Delta does make standard level awards available, uh, and that's what will show up on Virgin, right? We actually don't know when Virgin has access to Delta Space because the times when Delta wants... 400,000 sky miles for one-way Atlanta to uh, Johannesburg in business. Mm-hmm. It's available for 75,000. That's crazy. Wait, 75,000 yeah. ATL Joburg on, on Delta. Delta And one. you can search Virgin. And you can search Virgin there. Uh, super secret chip. Here we go just for TPG readers. If you search exactly. Listeners. <laughs> and listeners, yeah. If you search a few routes, Delta operated exactly 331 days in advance. I'm not going to tell you which ones. I want you to get out there and look. But routes that everybody wants to fly, there is always a seat available exactly 331 days out. Maybe Atlanta to Johannesburg is one of them. Doesn't matter what Delta's charging. It's a flat rate of Virgin Atlantic. Have miles. you ever seen that? You know the, the A350 suites are amazing. I was on that first Detroit uh, Tokyo flight. Have you seen any A350 suites? available at through virgin if you go look detroit to amsterdam fifty thousand virgin atlantic miles up to eight people on the same flight a350 delta one suites you're making me smile Richard. <laughs> it's there uh same with uh tokyo to detroit um a350 it's gonna be sixty two thousand five hundred. what are the taxes and fees five dollars and sixty cents that's what it's going to cost you to get you in an a350 suite the door closes it's amazing don't pay 200,000 sky miles, pay 50,000 Virgin Atlantic miles. Wow, think of all those people that don't know this and will transfer Amex points to Delta to book these awards. When? It's, it makes my stomach hurt a little bit, but it's okay. Um, so uh, if you want to fly domestically, again, we don't know when Virgin gets space to Delta. For domestic flights, Atlanta to San Francisco, I uh, do a lot of work with Facebook and have to go out there three times last year. Delta wanted 42 thousand five hundred fifty thousand sky miles one way for an economy seat virgin atlantic twelve thousand five hundred miles it doesn't matter any domestic segment on delta is twelve thousand five hundred virgin atlantic miles and five dollars and sixty cents i don't know when they're going to have space just go and use the online tool it's a little bit wonky we have a great guide up on the points guy about how to make that website work in your advantage but uh flying domestic go to virginatlantic.com first before you go to sky miles and taking it back if and the good thing about it the transfers are instant right Yes. So you can search on Virgin, find your availability, transfer right then and there. It takes a couple minutes at most. And even if you have a problem, you can put Virgin Atlantic Partner Awards on hold for 24, 40 hours with Richard, zero miles in good. your this, account. This is too good to be true. No, you can do it. And Virgin Atlantic phone agents are the best train in the industry of any airline. Do they have get, cool British accents? They have lovely British accents. <laughs> they will be confident and able to help you every time you call. So what are some other uh, sweet spots that people should know about let's take a look at a, a very interesting fifth freedom route flown by south african airways now three times a week they fly from washington dulles to the brand new airport in senegal this is airport code dss this is not the old one which i think dkr is yeah dkr it's just opened uh either at the end of last year or beginning of this year and um if you want to fly this fifth freedom route from washington dulles over to africa 
uh, in business class. Round trip, Senegal to the USA, which is an actual zone, is 50,000 miles round trip You're business kidding me. class. And you can do one ways for half price of 25,000 miles. And does South African have their new life flight? A330, 300. I flew that last year from uh, Accra to Dulles, and it was awesome. You need to check the schedule. They bounce and forth between the old one and but the new one. 50,000 round trip. 25,000 miles one way, business class across the Atlantic. Right. Beats the other, what I thought was the best, which is right here in New York to Casablanca on Royal Air Maroc for 44,000 Etihad miles. We can almost cut that in half and fly to African business for 25,000 miles. If you want to fly economy, it's only 5,000 miles less. So if anybody, I thought you were going to say it's only 5,000 miles. They're giving it it's away. It's 5,000 miles less, so nobody do that. Yeah. Go and splurge and fly business. I go to, to Africa, Africa quite a bit, and, and any, any of those nonstops to Africa are huge, hugely expensive to buy. Uh, so that could be, even if you have to buy, you know, you redeem to get to Senegal and then, you know, buy separate tickets once you're there. That could save a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, some really interesting, uh, fifth room, again, uh, Ghana to the USA. I believe they fly Accra to JFK. No, they just do Dulles. Just Dulles. Yeah. yeah. So um, for some reason, that is way expensive compared yeah. to uh, flying to Senegal. That's 110,000 round trip instead of 50,000 round trip. Why? Nobody knows. I would love to meet the people who wrote this. Um, and then uh, South Africa to USA, so JFK um, down to Johannesburg is 75,000 miles one way in business class. Still a great deal. Great deal. A um, little bit older product, which I know you've yeah. flown. Um, and we're not sure what's going to happen with South African Airways in the future, but maybe they, they keep getting bailed out. Yeah. That, there's no plans to have another aircraft that has that range on that route. So, But if you want to go nonstop and you don't want to. I've flown that, you know, much. the nonstop is really nice to, to 14 hours JFK to Joburg. Uh, the way back sucks though because they they stop in uh, Senegal mm-hmm. on the way back to Joburg because the, the headwinds are too much. They have to refuel and you have to get off the plane in the middle of the night. It's a pain in the butt. But um, so any other uh, sweet spots? Yeah, if you want to fly Singapore Airlines first class uh, for a red eye, so Singapore to Tokyo is going to be fifty thousand miles one way first class. First class. First class. Are you kidding me? Uh, I'm not kidding. You can do that. Uh, it's right here. The handy dandy chart. So every partner except for Delta has a Spin Miles Award chart on Virgin Atlantic website. Delta does not. If you go to the Delta partner site, it just has what flights from the U.S. to the U.K. are going to cost. And you're going to see the huge fuel surcharges, Hmm. which for some reason, or the reason a lot of people ignored this for so long, that just doesn't apply to routes besides the U.K. So flying Delta to the U.K. from the U.S., bad deal. Flying Delta to the rest of Europe or Asia, great deal. Uh, remember that, and you're not going to see an award chart. Also, not every single Delta route is searchable online. You're going to have to call and get the prices, but they're extremely reasonable. I booked um, Rio to Atlanta nonstop for 22,500 miles um, back in February. In economy, obviously. In economy, yeah. yeah. But still. It's I mean, still if- platinum. I get an economy comfort. So you can flight. book with your Virgin Miles and add your your platinum sky miles to get the perks. That's the best deal. As a Delta Platinum medallion, I book through Virgin Atlantic. I go in, remove the Virgin Atlantic number, and put uh, my Delta number online, and I get all my platinum benefits. So it's just the best of both worlds. I'm, I don't want to stop you. Keep going. Are there any others <laughs> before we get into – I do want to talk about the valuation of uh, Virgin Miles, and I think they seem low compared to the amazing values we just talked about. Yeah. What, uh, do you agree with the TPG – current valuation or would you make a case to raise it based on the sweet spots you know the limitation here is availability so here the last sweet spot i'll share with you is uh, air new zealand uh, has a great business class product um flying um uh, from the u.s down there and if you want to fly that from los angeles to auckland at sixty-two thousand five hundred miles in business class no fuel surcharge is great 
If you want to fly Los Angeles to Auckland and then go, say, Fiji, it's even less than that for some reason. So South Pacific <laughs> is grouped into its own region, and it's only 45,000 miles one way in business class. What? Los Angeles, Auckland, Fiji. If you start in Auckland, though, you're going to pay more. So go look at that, South Pacific to Can Los Angeles. Can you do stopovers in Auckland or no? Or they you cannot do that. that. Yeah. Um, you can't. Virgin just always charges you another right. award. So you would have to then pay for it. The one way in between. But right. you can for that kind of cheap yeah um but just but so the problem with everybody if you're familiar with air new zealand is air new zealand business class award availability from london to auckland you got to be pretty lucky to find that yeah it's just not widely available you can use the united site it does pop up from time to time but um the, the same goes for most of these partners is the availability is the real achilles heel here if you got six family members you got to go spring yeah. break april 1st april yeah. 7th we're not flexible Finding these deals can be a little bit tough. Now, it doesn't say it doesn't exist. You can go search the five-week calendar view and find Delta seats, Delta One with eight seats in the same flight. I just did it last week um, for multiple routes out of Atlanta. And it's there four or five days out of a month in the summer. So if you can pick your vacation days, it happens. But the problem with raising the value yeah. is... So what do we value them at now? Um, I think either one four or one five um, is what I see. Now... You can easily get three, four, five yeah. crazy amounts out of it, but you got to be um, it's more expert level. You got to be an expert level. You got to know that this even exists, and then you've got to be able to uh, be flexible enough to catch those those travel dates. So one point five right now, um, you know, it's even hard to even go that low. I, I think yeah. if I'm redeeming Virgin Atlantic miles, daggum, I'm getting two and a half three yeah. cents out of this minimum just for a domestic segment right. here. I mean, I think we often overlook the domestic side. We always think, inter- I know I always think internationally, and, but most people are traveling domestically. And uh, Being an Atlanta guy, Delta wants 30,000 sky miles to fly to New York City. Delta pricing's wild. 12,500 Virgin Atlantic miles. It's like every time is where I'm going uh, to make it happen. So, Probably one of the most exciting things about Virgin is Virgin Galactic, uh, Sir Richard you know, he thinks he's going to be going to space safely next year in 2019. There's currently 750 people signed up for Galactic. They they paused the list, but I, I think I'm going to join it once it reopens. Can you redeem? I remember at the beginning they allowed you to redeem for Galactic, right? Is that still on there? So uh, there are two now, two ways to redeem miles towards potential space flight. The first is Flying Club members can redeem 200,000 miles flown with Virgin Atlantic, so you can't transfer them in from a transfer partner or a co-branded card. you got to fly. 200,000 button-seat miles, as we say, and you get a 10% discount on the standard fare for a suborbital flight. Um, and then the second way That's, is they're going to have a, a raffle for Flying Club members um, who enter this with 2 million Flying Club miles, and you're going to get a free uh, trip with Virgin Galactic. Now, all 2 million miles must be button-seat flown um, miles. No, thank you. In order to redeem. So for your chance at winning a space flight, 2 million button-seat Flying Club miles uh, was Virgin Galactic. Now, has Virgin, how has Virgin been? Have they devalued recently, or where do you see the program going in 2019? Right, so the new program um, coming online next year by the uh, former um, gentleman who created Avios, I believe. Um, some of the comments made by Sir Richard Branson in your interview um, where he talked about we want to make the points just as cool as his products are, which gives, gives me hope. But I tell you, man, um, anytime we see a program change or enhancement over the last three or four years, there's rarely any good news with that. And when it comes back to Avios, the firm believer in the fuel surcharge, and another UK airline here, um, I'm, I'm worried about two things. These partner charts I don't think are going to 
survive this mm-hmm. this this program. He, he said, "We want people to take flying club miles or the future of the program uh, points and miles and redeem it for trains and redeem it for." Um, the Virgin Fest, the new festival right. that they're doing, and the cruise line. So that's some really complicated math. How do you take? How do you create? How do you fabricate a currency that says people who spend X amount on plane tickets is worth X amount on a cruise ticket? Mm-hmm. That's some really complicated things that they it's have. Interesting to too, yeah. Because then, I mean, the value. I mean, loyalty points in general are filling seats that very well may have gone empty or cruise ships, and then they're spending on the cruise on other things that make money. So I, I think it's interesting. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think in general most currencies, they need to make them more liquid, give us more options to redeem them because there's just so many, you know, trillions of new points a year from credit cards in the U.S. alone and uh, not that many new flights, right? right. You know, its capacity <laughs> increases by 1% or 2% maybe. So There's no more landing slots, but there's plenty of points right. out there. So um, it'll be really interesting. I don't think these partner charts have a chance of surviving. I'm really afraid that fuel surcharges are going to be instituted. And I'm just more curious about that crazy math they have to do, where if these points are really going to be used across all 70-plus companies yeah. of the Virgin product, devalued. how are they going to yeah. do that where it maintains its value, or as Sir Richard said, yeah. the points are going to be just as cool as a product? I don't know. Really curious to look at it, but uh, my hopes are not high. Um, and if you need to change or cancel Virgin Awards, they make it easy? Are there fees? No, they make it very easy. Actually, um, last year I found uh, – Pretty excited about two business class seats from Auckland to Los Angeles and used 62,500 miles um, to book that for my wife and I. And it was $50 to get the uh, miles back per year. And I know one decent use, or is it, uh, upgrading on Virgin Atlantic, like buying premium economy? and uh... Yeah, I've heard quite a, quite a bit of reader feedback on this. I've actually never tried it, typically upgrading these days. Well, Richard, you'd have to fly them first uh, to no, try it. <laughs> but I can't pay those fuel surcharge dead gummit, so... <laughs> But I think they do have some good deals. They fly to Atlanta every day, so I just need to, you know, kind of suck it up and buy a cash ticket. I've heard that upgrading can be a really good deal. I keep hearing that using Virgin Atlantic miles to upgrade on Delta. Hmm. There's like some murmurs of this that I have to go. And if you listening to this and and you know what I'm talking about, it's kind of like a secret sauce that some Delta medallions don't want people to know. So I'm going to go and research that. But I, I love this sharing all the secrets today, Richard. I think no, these aren't the secrets, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Richard has a secret Facebook group for travel hackers, and I'm not allowed in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's some good things out there. Um, but uh, I think upgrading is a very viable use. I think premium economy is a great way to fly across the Atlantic, especially if you're going overnight in the flight six or seven hours in the winter or shorter with, with some great winds. Uh, I think they do have a good value of um, upgrading. And I'm going to go and research this Delta uh, upgrading. Richard, any final thoughts on Virgin and and what people need to know to get the most value out of them. Yeah, my overarching thought about Virgin is that this is a personification of what else is out there just like this with other programs that you don't know about. There are several examples. Uh, We write about them all the time. This is really what I like to dork about. But when you think that there's a currency that's no good, I challenge you to go look at that partner section of these programs and really delve into, I had no idea that I could fly um, Oman Air to the Middle East from Europe for absolutely no Etihad miles. I had no idea that I could fly LL from the East Coast uh, to Tel Aviv using Qantas points that everybody says are worthless. Like, you need to go and look at these programs because you, there's no way you know everything that's out there. I love when our, our readers correct us. I was flying AA first back London JFK, and I, it's a, that's the best way to cross 
uh, or go nonstop to London, in my opinion, especially with the flagship lounges. And I was like, yeah, I use 70,000 Alaska miles. Yeah, I, you know, versus, you know, 110 on American. And they're like, you dumbo, you should have just used 50,000 Etihad because Etihad classifies business in first as the same. So it's like, oh, man, why didn't I do that? And I, I had no idea. You know, there's all these wonky. Yep. So if you really want to be a miles and points expert, um, you know, pour yourself a big cup of coffee on a Saturday morning and, and dig in. And, and that's the, that's what's fun about this hobby, right? It, it's like doing a crossword puzzle, but instead of winning pride by finishing it, you get to fly essentially for free. Yeah, everybody or close says, to it. oh, so you're an extreme couponer. I said, yeah, but instead of a garage full of toilet paper, I go travel the world for 95% off, right? That's like, that's why we tease. This is way more fun. Final questions, quick fire. Are you window or aisle? I'm absolutely an aisle. Oh, man, come on. Because I have a two- and four-year-old, and you got to get to the bathroom fast. Okay, I guess, I guess you've got a good point. And final question, a place that you visited that you would recommend to people that's off the radar? So easy. I wrote all about it last year. St. Helena. You have to go. They're now, the world's most useless airport, right? <laughs> it is, except they've – so everybody's really skeptical. South African Airlink flies there now twice a week, so you don't have to stay an entire week. I had very low expectations, but it was an adventure of a lifetime. The people were incredible. I've never seen a place where it looks like barren desert, and then you drive five minutes over a hill, and you're in a... What was the food like? Um, it was British food. Um, so it's an island off the west coast of South Africa, right? <laughs> if Or you could say the east coast of Brazil. It's like right oh, wow. in the middle of the Atlantic. You got to stop for gas in Namibia at Vinhook, and then you go another three hours on Embraer. You, you have to, I'm telling you... It's worth the trip. You're going to talk about it the rest of your life. Go to St. Helena. St. Helena, you you heard it here on Talking Points. Well, Richard, where can people follow you if they want to uh, learn more of your crazy tricks? Sure. Um, you can always find me at uh, Award Travel 101, spelled incorrectly on Twitter. But if you just search my name, Richard Kerr, it'll pop up. And uh, every Friday, you can find me 9 a.m. on the Points Guy with the critical points column that I'm having a blast writing. Um, or thepointscott.com slash author slash Richard Kerr. Thanks again to Sir Richard Branson. He's certainly an icon, not only in travel, but in the entrepreneurship and giving back space. Super impressed and inspired by him. And also thanks to Richard Kerr, who taught me a ton of things about getting the most value out of Virgin Atlantic miles. I had overlooked them in the past, but not anymore. Again, I'm your host, Brian Kelly, and this episode was produced by Caroline Chagrin and Jessica Rovniak with editing by Ryan Gabus. Our music's by Breakmaster Cylinder, and a special thanks to Adam Kotkin and Mike Bruno. If you like this episode and want to hear more, make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you downloaded this podcast. But more importantly, tell your friends. The more people we have listening, the more episodes we'll make. And if you tag me on Instagram at Brian Kelly or use the hashtag talking points on social media, I might even give you a shout out. See you next week. And until then, safe travels. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.